who who are who else is a uh, like a Star Wars mom? There'd be uh, uh, well, Padme. Yeah, Padme. <laughs> yeah, Amidala. Yeah. Um, who else? Um, hold on, she, hold she on. Is sort of. Hot, I'm writing. Right? I'm writing all these down. What did I'm we sorry. say before? I got smoking one hot mama. <laughs> <laughs> one hot mama. Um, she's too hot to touch. Or she's too hot like. to touch. All right. Too hot to touch. Too hot to Smoke. handle. Too hot to handle. Too cold too to hold. Too hot to handle. She's too hot to handle. She's too hot to handle, dude. Write that down. Right. Too hot to handle. Who's another mom in there? Is Ahsoka? Ahsoka's not a mom, right? Dude, there's no. like really no. not that many. If you I think know, about it, there's why... not really that many mothers in, in okay. Star Wars. Okay. So what about got... Anakin's? Anakin's mom. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, right. Yeah, that's right. What was her name? I can't remember her name. Anakin's mom. Well, no, then. Okay, let's see here. Dude, wasn't it the Tusken Raiders that killed her? Uh, yeah. So they say. Oh, interesting. A lot of good Boba Fett did for them. Yeah. <gasps> oh, we yeah, could do uh, uh, Django Fett because uh, he's kind of like Boba's mom, right? <laughs> Yes, you're right. That's right. <laughs> right. Yes, and dude, we're including, right? we're inclusive. I mean, we're thinking of everybody, man. Everybody absolutely. can be a mom. I mean, yeah, yeah. Don't Jango's lose your head over this, but come yeah. on, Django's <laughs> a mom, and then we can also use him as a dad too. Yeah, he's, he's the best of both worlds. Checks all See, the boxes. We're progressive. He's just one bad mother. <laughs> he's just one bad mother. <laughs> uh, dude, we're doing. We're yeah. already coming up with shit right now, man. I know. God, I love when all four of us get together. It's fucking magic. It's definitely something. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's magic. Uh, oh, you went and did it again. Do Jesus magic. Christ. Brian, uh, you ready to get things going, man? I I'm guess we're already recording. Ready. Yeah, right. I saw well, you know, our listeners get to get insight into how we how we think, right? Right. Yeah, the, the how creative we think process. It, <laughs> yes. You just got a glimpse of it right yeah. there, folks. Right, right, right there. Before we get started, and that guys. is the extent yeah, yeah. of our preparing. <laughs> I have some okay. very important news. Okay, go oh. ahead. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, Orrin. It's since you've got important news. I do. It's groundbreaking. Oh. We interrupt this regularly scheduled podcast to bring you breaking news. Did we get mayo finally? This is no. something oh. that maybe a few people know, but it's breaking news, groundbreaking, the dung beetle. Is the world's strongest insect? Really? That is that it? That's it. Is that the yeah. breaking news? No shit! Wow! No wow. shit! No shit! <laughs> <laughs> no shit! <laughs> uh, I did not know that. Wow! All right. Nice. Yes, that was a good one. All right. Thank you, Orrin, for that. And I'm sure there's going to be a meme sometime this week about the dung beetle. So thank you for that uh, ahead of time. Just thought Warren. I'd spread the wisdom. Yes, please. Right. I love this insect knowledge <laughs> that you're coming up with every single week. I think it is a great way to, sh- to kick off the show. I think it may replace our, our Brian's little uh, little mantra. Nah, we no, need no, to keep you can Brian's mantra. It. That's okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> I love your mantra. Think it gets me pumped. So, Brian, are we ready? We're always ready, sir. All right. Well, then all right, let's gentlemen. Do it. Let's kick those tires, light those fires, and smack that ass. Let's get it going. Woo! Uh, one more time, Brian. Come uh, on. I want to oh, hear it with. I want to wow. hear it with conviction. What? I want to hear you sound like you're tired. I want to. Dude, this is the I highlight of your week. <laughs> this is the highlight over of your 24 week. Twenty-four hours awake. <laughs> I okay. Well, then I want to hear everything that you got right now. Let's do it, Brian. Come on. Uh, yeah. 
mentally preparing. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, gentlemen, let's get this going. Let's kick those tires, light those fires, and smack that ass. Let's get it going. Woo! Welcome to the con. All right. Good morning, guys. And we're ready to have a good show today. This is going to be our Easter show. And I cannot wait to talk some Easter stuff with you, some egg stuff. I hope to learn. I hope to, I hope we teach. I hope we just, I I just hope we have fun and and laugh. As long as we don't preach. what What I really can't wait for are those little gems, those little unexpected moments from Oren. He's just going to say <laughs> something, and you got to listen, everybody, because it's there. You just got to gotta yes, catch it. We and, don't know when it's going to happen. It's like lightning. You don't know when it's going to strike, but it's going to hit you. Somewhere, I don't know when it's going to happen. It's going to hit you. All right, guys. In today's show, we're going to go over one of my new favorite segments is listener feedback. And then we're going to go over the history Followed up by some trivia about Easter presented by the world-famous Wayne. After that, we're going to go over... Tony and I kind of made a little list of some of the Easter eggs that we have noticed in film and pop culture that we want to share with you guys. Follow that up by everybody's favorite segment, Pop Minis. Woo! All right, yeah. So we'll start off with listener feedback. Just a real quick shout-out to Rudy. I've already talked to Rudy before about him. He sent us a really cool meme. If you want to check it out, it's related to Oren last week, his little story about bees. So if you want to see what that's all about, feel free to follow us on at the uh, the Knowledge of Nothing on Instagram, and you can see for yourself what that wonderful meme was. But thank you so much for being a part of the show. We can't do this without you. Uh, I love how this is we're starting to encompass every one of our fans into our show, and uh, we do this because of you. Thank you so much. But uh, without further ado, Wayne, we're going to get to the meat and potatoes of our episode right off the get-go, right off the bat. We're going to start with some Easter history and trivia presented by the one and only world-famous Wayne Jr. Wow, you combined the two of those things. Look at that. I did, yeah. So, I, I know. Did. Efficient. Efficient, yes. Efficient. Exactly. So, for once um, in my life. <laughs> for once in your life. So today, you know how we've always had, we had a few segments where we did like uh, the origins of idioms or, you know, old-timey yep. slang, uh, pop quickies, fact or fiction. So this is going to be a bit of hodgepodge of all those things, but Easter related. Okay. How fun. All right. Sweet. So, Our extravaganza so, starts now. That's right. Okay. So I'm going to be asking you guys some questions, and I'll kind of give you guys a heads up if it's a fact or fiction, do you believe it's, or what's your best answer, or maybe it's a poll based on what do you think the people of the United States of America believe. So well, let's first <laughs> want to start with something basic. We are the perfect speakers and representatives for this. Of the United States of America. <laughs> yes. That Absolutely. is us. Thank you. Absolutely. Right. Okay. So let's start off something basic. Obviously with Easter, everybody associates the egg, right? The Easter egg is a big, almost very synonymous with Easter. Yes. But why? Why is the egg an icon for Easter? Any uh, ideas, guys? Um, the, the only thing I can think of is that the egg represents birth, renewal. Um, it is fertility encapsulated in a little egg so with spring comes new life and that's the only thing i can think of it 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 kind of is a representation of renewal of birth 
of spring. So to me, I think it it seems like it, it may have pagan uh, pagan um, beginnings or origins. So that's where I'm going to go with it. I think it's a pagan thing. Ryan? Um, this is done by the breakfast committee, and they just want to sell more <laughs> eggs out there. No, yes. It's, those, the, um, it's the yeah. egg lobby. It's, it's the, the egg, egg lobby. It's the, yeah, that's right. Everybody has their day, and this is it. Um, no, I, I totally agree with Tony. This is, uh, um, to me, the egg represents birth. Um, springtime, of course, is the rebirth. And then, of course, with Easter, there's a lot of um, religion um, about it, you know, um, the resurrection and, you know, almost like he came back to life uh, um, for, for all egg? of us. No, not through an egg, but there, it's all it's all symbolism, <laughs> symbols, I, yes, symbols, yes, yes, symbolism. And, uh, yes, you're right. But um, yeah. So and then if I, I think I remember hearing this in school, and that was ages ago. Um, like the egg symbols are like prevalent in every culture around the world. You know, so there's just you know just eggs in like ancient pictures and statues and just representing life and birth so yeah all right all right some or, do you have anything any thoughts on your own about this one what they said <laughs> <laughs> wise words all right well you know tony you, you guys are pretty much on par and but the one thing i just want to make okay. sure that for our listeners to know is that it was has origin origins with pagan festivals specifically oh, okay. these you know you know it is the spring is the rebirth the renewal um but which i always find interesting is that a lot of these holidays are repurposed or reinvented by yeah. certain religious facts you know um yeah. ideologies uh, in this case christianity uh but but i guess what i didn't realize this the easter egg in the christianity perspective possibly represents like the emergence from the tomb or the resurrection so, oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So yes, Tony, the egg. Okay, yeah, you're right. Okay, wow, you did get that okay. right, Brian. Sweet, yeah, we both did. Yeah. I know yeah. we all this did. Was a we both get the horns. Both get, both get the horns on that. All right, one. we'll get the horns. Uh, yay! Okay, in a past episode, we talked about candy and holidays associated with candy, and I think we discussed then was Halloween was the most popular day. Consuming candy, candy, no, most popular day, <laughs> candy, can, god damn it. <laughs> wow, wait, oh my gosh, finally, this is finally, a first. oh my gosh, Wayne stumbled on those words. Wayne, this is every episode for me, so please yes, let and, me enjoy my same moment. For me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna, welcome I'm to the club, my friend. <laughs> I'm gonna leave this in the edit just for you guys. Um, okay, most popular candy consumed, god, there we go. Uh, second to that was is Easter, so okay question for you aside of chocolate non-chocolate what is the most popular candy that is consumed on easter ding 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 ding. oh jelly beans jelly beans. oh okay, good. yeah Ooh, okay yeah. oh actually uh yes <laughs> i'm going to go with jelly beans because anybody in their right mind would not choose peeps those are the fucking devil <laughs> so jelly beans but they're so jelly cute. beans jelly beans uh, <laughs> We'll talk about that later, I'm sure. Okay, so let me tell you this. Jelly beans is up there, but they're not number one when it comes to non-chocolate. Are you kidding uh, me? No, but I mean, they're really up there. And honestly, there's the association that jelly beans, they look like an egg. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and all that so don't, 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 don't tell us. Don't tell okay, us. Okay. Uh, Do we get another um, guess? What, yeah, let's guess. Let's guess. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. go for another guess. 
So uh, what would else would be licorice maybe? But I don't see enough licorice in Easter baskets. Caramel? Or caramel? Caramel, mm-hmm. caramel. caramel. Um, Non-chocolate. Cadbury? Non-chocolate. No. Not Cadbury. No, those um, suck too. I'm going to say like the, the, the Whoppers. That, that, no, that. oh, M&M's maybe? Maybe M&M's. That's chocolate. Yeah. M M&M? and yeah, yeah. Oh, that no, is chocolate. chocolate. What, what is oh, yeah, the? Right. It's like the chalk. They taste chalky to me. It's malt. Peanut malt. brittle. Is that is that chocolate? Like what? The Whoppers? Nope. Nope. No. Ben, nope. Yeah. Not yet. Shit. I I don't know, man. What what is okay, it? What's the Before I give you the answer, real quick, I want to go back to the jelly beans thing. Um, apparently, with jelly beans, uh, they have actually been really popular to the point where. How many millions of them actually are probably? I was like, there's something produced. more popular than jelly beans. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't, wow. Now that you said jelly beans, I can't get anything. Out, I can't. <laughs> I can't think of any other like candy. Yeah, apparently, like almost like some ridiculous amount, of, like 16 million are supposedly consumed jelly beans are consumed on Easter or related to Easter. But uh, that being said, the most popular non-chocolate Easter candy is Tony's favorite. Peeps. Are you fucking See, kidding me? See, I didn't me? say peeps are because I thought that was out of me? the running. <laughs> no. Fuck. Are you kidding me that <laughs> no, peeps are not. the number one? Oh. That is fucking disgusting. Please send no, me your peeps, peeps everybody. The, yes. I'm, no, do not send me your peeps. <laughs> I will burn them all. I will put them in a bonfire and burn those motherfuckers. They are the most awful things in the world. I can't believe that that's number one. That beats out jelly beans, Wayne? Apparently it does. So apparently, oh my so, god! As, 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 that pe- blew my people, mind. People, people, you people please. and your peeps. <laughs> yes, you people and your peeps. They are awful. They taste like they taste like chemicals incarnate. They exactly. are. They are not good. They are bad. They are so so bad. Oh my god! I, I please cannot send believe Tony that that your peep one. flavored jelly no, beans. Fuck, no, fuck no, no peeps for me. Peeps are the worst things on the face of the planet, and I, nobody can convince me otherwise. They are disgusting. What are your thoughts on peeps, Brian? I'm okay with them. <laughs> oh, that explains a lot. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like, do you I put don't, ketchup I don't on them too? Them. Do you put ketchup on them too? <laughs> I probably could. You want me to for Easter? I'll do it. Sure. Actually, why ketchup yeah, ketchup might make peace be better. I don't know. Yes. I, yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay. You know what? Make them better. For, for Easter, I will take pictures of me eating peeps with ketchup, and I'll, and I'll yes, send it and to then we'll, oh, Okay. My God. Oh, oh, and then we'll post yeah. it on our Instagram. Yep. Oh, oh yes, Brian, my. you would do that for us. Of course oh. I'll do that. And with, no, a shot of a, with a shot of a tapeworm. Oh, God, no. Oh. Now we're crossing a line. <laughs> yeah, that's a line that's that definitely been crossed. Oh, but anyway, wow. So real quick trivia about uh, Peeps. Um, apparently, they were, you know, Sam Bourne, a Russian immigrant, uh, basically bought the company back in, is it, the 1950s, give or take? Um, and it's actually the candy manufacturer was based out of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, which I find it kind of ironic that it is a very popular Easter-related candy. Yeah. Um, But I have another trivia-related question related to Peeps because I know Tony loves it so much. Oh, God. Can we just get off of this? No, 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 no. We love it when you're uncomfortable like this. So, (laughs) (laughs) or at least I do. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm kind of a fan, too. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh, So back in 1953, these things were handmade, Okay. So, any guesses on how long it took to make a peep? 
Handmade. Uh, okay, so handmade. It's, it's chemical marshmallow. So it looks over here. The original peeps were handmade marshmallow flavored yellow chicks. Uh, they apparently, they were. Uh, what else can I share about that? Uh, handmade using a pastry tube. Giving you some background. Okay. Care. Um, so they probably pull, uh, squeeze it into a mold or something. Uh, I'm going to say probably like one minute a peep. And then, yeah, you would have it to coat them like in the... Right, that, you'd have to that, coat it. That but, sugar but shit. That, that, oh. Shoot it in I that mold say, and then coat it and then it's done. No, I think it's going to be longer than that. I think it's going to be... Um, God, I think it would have to set first, and then you would have to dip it in sugar. So I'm thinking it's, I'm going to say a day. A, a day? day to come up with it, yes. So a day like to kind of make it. Yeah, I'm going to say 24 hours. That's what I'm going to say, because it probably had to set first, and then they had to coat it with something, and then they had to dip it in sugar. So I'm going to say I'm going to say a day, but I'm probably I'm probably way off. And Brian? Brian said like uh, a minute. Yeah, I, I still think everything's probably like... Um, like like a like a sous chef, you know, you have all your ingredients all yeah, you know, right there in front of you. So everything's prepared. So everything you need is right there in front of you. So I'm gonna say a minute, minute per peep, you know, Let's to, to get the to volume out there to make this the number one Easter candy. I mean, <laughs> you've got to pump those out quick. Yes, Orin, what do you think? Five minutes, thirty seconds. Okay. Good call. Good call. Well, yeah, good call. All right, let's see. Right. Let's see. Well, that's that's a very uh, vague answer there, Brian. <laughs> um, or it's probably right. Well, one of you is going to get the horns. I'll tell you this right now. Oh wow, really? It's okay. Tony. And it's not Orin, and it's not Brian. Tony. Oh, what? Really? Oh my God. Twenty-seven hours. Really? Holy cow! Back in the day. Twenty-seven hours. And I fucking hate peeps. And I know about peeps. I fucking hate. I should not. That should not have won. It should not have won. I hate these things. I despise them. That's even more reason why you should. It's like you've read like the Art of War, right? You have to know your enemy. (laughs) Yes, Yes, know your. Yes, know your enemy. So how were they made, Wayne? How long? Why twenty-seven hours? So twenty-seven hours. So I think you were right about has to set, and that was a whole process. Obviously, over a year, over time, they've made it much more efficient. But back in the day. 27 hours for a peep. I bet you it's a minute now, Brian. I bet you it's a minute <laughs> I bet now. you it's less than a yeah. minute now. Yeah. But the way it's that less, that shit tastes, yeah, right? you just you got like, plastic. You get like eight of them in a minute. Dude, have you been like listening to the news lately about uh, like we're consuming a credit card's worth of plastic every week? Have you heard this? No. Like no. scientists have basically come out this past week and said that we are consuming uh, on average – during a week, you consume enough plastic to fill out a credit card to the size of like, a credit card. Like, what are we eating that week. has plastic in it? Everything, peeps. supposedly. And yes, I was just getting there, Brian. I mean, Oren. Yes, peeps see? are probably lightning the struck. number one cause. Did you guys all see it? Did you guys <laughs> yeah. all see it? it just, yeah. We need just a lightning struck. strike sound For thing. Like, oh. Yes, we do. <laughs> oh, can we do that? Boinkin. You know what? Like, can I download that real quick? I'm going to find that. that. But anyway, <laughs> you got it? Okay, he's got I'll it. I get it. Uh, but anyway, yes, uh, yes, this is a scientific thing that has just come out, and I cannot believe that we're having enough plastic. And they're finding also, on top of that, they're finding plastic in our blood. Is that not disgusting? It's, I mean, it's, it's all the plastic it, surgery everyone's getting now. Well, I think That's it's also, kidding. I mean, we do plastic bottles for your water. You, everything is, is plastics, and uh, it's just uh, crazy. But anyway, yes, peeps, I think, are the number one culprit of that. That's where I was going with this whole thing. They're all made of plastic, and that's why you can make them in a minute and 30 seconds. Anyway. 
or 27 wow. hours. <laughs> or 27 hours. All right. So, uh, okay. So, Tony, for for your uh, for your relief, we are done with people related questions. Oh, We're thank Matt. That thank was you, impressive. Thank Tony. you. Very very. Uh, well, impressive. Impressive. Oh, shut up, please. I don't. I don't want to ever talk about peeps ever again. I don't. Thank you though. Thank you. I don't mean that in a bad way. I just I just hate peeps. I hate them. I know. Get you all worked up. Except except for when I see you eating them with ketchup. I cannot. I will wait eat for one. That. that is. I will. I, I will send it wait. to the group. I can't. That's going to be our Easter egg right there for the week. Oh, yes. God. Uh, so another thing associated with Easter, everybody knows about the Easter bunny. The question is, why is there an Easter bunny? So my question for you guys, have any idea why, why Easter bunny is prevalent, specifically in the United States? Mm-hmm. Oh, in the United States, no. My first guess is that we all know that rabbits love to procreate. So yes, uh, I, that's where I was and going spring to. is when like all like mother nature, you know, happens and a lot of animals are having uh, babies and birth and maybe they're just everywhere, you know, at this time. So um, it's just, you know, association with that. Or maybe that was the meal of choice back in the day. Just rabbit stew just because they were everywhere. And that's what you ate on on easter and so like i think like the tradition now um is ham uh, right yeah is ham and but maybe back in the day you know you had rabbit because they were plentiful i I, I can see that but yeah america the 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 america part threw me off because i would think it was some kind of uh pagan thing again for rabbits in the way that they procreate sure but they're everywhere now so they'd be easy hunting yeah, out here in, in America, mm. there are a lot of rabbits. So uh, that that sounds sound to me. That sounds sound to me. There's they're plentiful and or I think it's gonna be something more sinister though. Hold I think on, it's gonna on. be more like a capitalist type of thing. I think it's gonna be more like it was a way to make money as a pet, and then they just spread all over mm-hmm. the country, and there you go. And now we have tons of rabbits for it. I think it's going to be something along those lines. Or they needed a mascot, just like they needed one for uh, Christmas, if we all know who that is. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) And it was just a means of uh, taking something and turning it into uh, something Americanized. Does the rabbit... Go go, ahead, Brian. No, I was just going to say... (laughs) Go ahead, Brian. (laughs) Does rabbit... Does it, like symbolize like fertility at all or anything yeah because like the egg right it's like a rebirth or you know so maybe the rabbit somehow i don't know how but somehow maybe it it represents like fertility yeah an american americanized version of fertility okay how about you i know you yeah yeah Orin, i want to hear orange oh well mine was more of a i don't know i think you guys are overthinking it it's simple (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. A family was having a party for Easter, and they had a magician pulled a rabbit out of the hat. And <laughs> boom, there you go. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Orn has spoken. <laughs> and apparently that happened on Easter, right? There we yeah, go. exactly. Um, they're, having, they're having an Easter an I Easter like party. that answer. A lot of okay, magic well, parties happening uh, on Easter. Easter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So before I get into the actual answer, you guys brought up a couple of things that I was going to touch on about the ham specifically. So, yeah. you know, ham's associated to Easter lunch or meal of some sort. Yep. Um, originally, it was supposed to be more lamb-based as a more traditionally a Easter-based uh, meal. Okay. But that's from the Passover, from the Jewish tradition, yeah, you know, yes. the, 
blood of a lamb on, on the yep. door for the pole Passover thing. Uh, but obviously during this time of year, um, they may be a little less more scarce uh, from a from a livestock standpoint. So they okay. can point to ham, which is more readily available. Wow. Over the winter okay. Time. Okay. Awesome. But anyways, going into this particular thing, actually, this dates back from the 1700s, um, where German immigrants would actually who settled in Pennsylvania. So just to let you know, there's a tradition apparently where there is a Osterhaus or Osterhaus, uh, which is an egg laying hare which is one of their traditions they brought over with them. And apparently children made nests, which the creature would lay its colored eggs. Wait, wait. So a rabbit Holy would lay cow. eggs? There's it's actually... one of their weird little traditions they brought over from Germany. So it was made up. Yeah. Oh, wow, it's that's made cool, up. though. But it, but it came from Germany. And yeah, originally it came from Germany. And honestly, the evolution like of, of these viewers. nests, um, these nests evolved into Easter baskets for to carry the eggs. Oh. Wow. Hmm. That's interesting. I always thought and like the hay in the nest was like a representation of like the manger or something, you know. Yeah, but the manger would be more Christmas, right? Right, but you, you know, like birth and you know, I always okay. picture oh, oh, like gotcha. Jesus oh, yeah, laying yeah. in like a nest of hay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a bunch of confetti in your yes. Easter basket. <laughs> and okay. peeps all around. Yeah, oh, no, no peeps. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go back to the Easter Bunny real quick because everybody knows that. Well, not everybody I should say, it is quite popular to have a chocolate bunny for as a treat for on Easter, right? Everybody's yep. those chocolate bunnies. So there was a poll out there that asked which part of the bunny is taken a bite of first. So of the three, here's the three areas you could choose from: the feet, the tail, or the ears. Which oh. one do you think has been is the most common place for a person to eat in America? I already know. I think I know this one. I think I know it. The too. ears. The, the ears. ears. The ears, right? Ears. Okay. Yeah, because you hold now on the question to the, here. the You guys are correct. Now, here's the thing. How many... Okay, in this poll, it is like a landslide. Yeah. I think it's actually... I'll just tell you. So apparently, 76% of Americans bite the ears first. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, you know, go Mike Tyson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where that originated from. <laughs> and okay, so we got another. I got another factor fiction for you. Okay. All right. Oh, actually, I got an A factor fiction for you. In this country, Germany, on Good Friday, they banned something very specific on East on Good Friday, just for that day. And the thing that they banned is dancing. Is that fact or fiction? Uh, this seems God, very specific. Yeah. But it's, it does seem like I think that does seem like a fact to me, and the reason being, Good Friday is the day that Christ died, and that would be a solemn occasion. And but I also know that you're not supposed to eat meat on Good Friday or any Friday in Lent, right? So uh, I think I don't know if he's if he's combining the two or not. Or, but I'm gonna say it's fact. I, I'm gonna say that it's fact. In Germany, you cannot dance um, on Good Friday. I'm gonna say that it's fiction. I'm gonna say that they encourage you to dance on Good Friday. What, really? <laughs> because it's called Good Friday. I mean, like, yes, but good, right? Like, good, like, you're supposed to have fun. Maybe it's a no. party. That's what yeah. the resurrection is for. That's where the sure, party happens, sure. man. That's, not not that's when he, a, not well, when no he dies. Not, saying not not to dance on Easter either, but uh, but oh, Good Friday. Okay. 
Good Friday means like, you know, like good things are about to happen, right? So it's it's time to <laughs> okay to okay. be happy. It's a dance. All it's right. a dance. Okay. It's a dance off. It's a dance off. Orin, what or, do you think? Or you can combine the two, and no dancing, but to take time to reflect on the good that has happened to you um, during that time. So the question is still, is it fact or fiction to you? (laughs) Fact or fiction? Well, you know. uh, Fact. Orin and Tony, give yourselves the horns. It is true. Yes. Fact. Woo! (laughs) Yeah, as bizarre it is, apparently 12 out of the 16 federal states in Germany say it's illegal to dance in public on Good Friday. And apparently, uh, even to the point where some areas, there's penalties where violators could risk fines up to 1,500 euros. Is that still a still thing today? today? Is that still, still today? A thing. Yeah. yeah. Holy still cow. Thing. It's like, it's supposed to be almost no like a national clue. day of silence for them, a, a reverence in that way. But no okay. dancing. No wow. discotheques for them. Wow. Oh. It's like Footloose yeah. for a yeah, country. Yeah, I was going to say, is that where yeah. Footloose was shot? <laughs> <laughs> Footloose, the country. All right, I got only got a couple more things, and we'll move on to our next segment. Uh, do you guys have any idea why Easter eggs are dyed? I'm going to go back to what you just told what you just told us about the hair laying egg or the hair yeah. hair laying eggs. You said they were multicolored, so I think that we dye the eggs in order to represent that whole thing from Germany. I'll tell you right now, that's not it. We keep going. Okay, oh, okay. I All think right. okay. that you're supposed to decorate your egg. So that when you present it like a gift, it's more of like a gift, like almost like why do we wrap presents? It's, you know, we, you know, maybe you give it to like a loved one um, and and you're presenting them with this nice gift and hopefully they accept it. I think it was just a way of it was easier to find eggs if they're colored, if they're white and they're in the grass and you're hiding them. I mean, it's just, that's kind of a little bit more difficult, but if you see some, a speck of like fluorescent pink, you're like, Oh, there's an egg. I, you know, I do that all the time. I, I'm walking around. I'll see something. I'll go, Oh, well, it's not an egg. It's a piece of trash. But yes, I think that, I think you do that, that all the time. Yeah, I do it all the time. Yes. <laughs> I have ADD. I mean, uh, that's what I do. That's what I do. I see shiny things that I go, oh, oh squirrel, no, that kind of, of thing. Piece of trash. Egg. No, no, that's yeah, an egg. egg. I'm picking that up. I'm oh, picking yeah. That yeah. Up. Red fox. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm just going to say it is a way of finding the eggs easier. I don't know. Okay, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm pretty sure that's prob- that is probably a fair answer. But in this particular case, if you want to go back into early Christianity, there's a couple of references to this. Um, one, uh, uh, eggs were... Apparently, formerly considered a forbidden food during Lent or Lentil season. Uh, oh. So they would paint them and decorate them to potentially mark the end of the period of penance and fasting. Oh, so there's wow. one part. But oh, earlier okay. Christianity, that was Mesopotamia, dyed their eggs red specifically to mimic the blood that Christ shed during the crucifixion. Uh, wow. Wow. I had I no know. idea. Yeah. I had no idea. The wow. more you know. But yeah, it, as totally. we go along, though, I do have one uh, no, I have two questions. Let me go with this one. I'm going to give you a fill in the blank. During during medieval times, a festival of egg throwing was held at in a church, during which the priest would throw a hard-boiled egg at one of the choir boys. It would then be tossed from choir boy to choir boy, and whoever held the egg when the clock struck 12 was a winner of what? A hot potato. 
communion. <laughs> a winner of um, Who receives what? The egg. The sacrament. Yeah, uh, the, the communion. Communion, right? I would say communion, right? Yeah. No, maybe, maybe a little I, bit that of wine makes sense. <laughs> uh, right. I, what no, did I, the choir boy get from the priest? What did he get <laughs> from the priest? Um, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I know. Right. I, uh, I would. You say, don't want that lightning uh, to strike you, Orin. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Keep it um, down. I say maybe they got an Easter basket. I don't know, or a jelly bean. If it was anything but fucking peeps, anything but peeps. <laughs> Anyway, what do you think, Brian? I, I can't think of anything. Um, I thought it was like the sacrament, like um, yeah, we were communion? saying. But um, maybe he got to oh, pick the next song. He's the choir boy. You know, maybe he get to be the, the, the lead singer, you know, in that boy band up there. <laughs> he gets to play the pipe organ. Oh. Goodness. <laughs> Wayne, you better just tell us. <laughs> Wayne, you better... Well, Tony, I think uh, Dana is. Well, I asked this to Dana earlier. She kind of yeah. mimicked your answer. And, uh, Did and she? Went, okay. Oh, yeah. That's, that's immediately where she went to. Um, anyways. I, I mean it for real. There was a, there's pipe organs. That's what I was saying. Anyway. All right. Uh, you guys are way overthinking this. They got the egg and they got to eat it. That's all. It was. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you see, Orin knew. God. Yeah, it's like word all over. Jeez. I gave you yeah, the answer. <laughs> exactly. He knows the answer. All right, last question related to Easter and then move on. All right, Easter never really falls on the same date every year. Do you guys know why? Yes, I do. I oh. do not. <laughs> um, I actually don't. I know it's it. So it stems from 40 days from wherever Ash Wednesday is. It's it's the. Uh, yeah, but then why Lent? isn't Ash Wednesday on the same day? I mean, you, I know I understand that oh, the Wednesday yeah. is not going to be. You can't call it Wednesday, but why not just call it Ash oh, or something? Yeah, true. I don't know. Is it? I, I actually I don't know. Because now that, of the now that you mentioned that, or or maybe it has to, something to do with the moon, like whatever phase the moon is in at a certain time. I don't know. That's that's the most I can come up with. What about you, Brian? Anything else? Um, I, I really don't know why it's not the same day every year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it kind of like with you. I you just got to go with the season, but. Um. Yeah, I don't know, Wayne. Okay. All right. Well, Tony, you are the closest, and it is related to the moon. Oh, wow. Okay. So basically, the date does not align. <laughs> oh. It's very dependent on the moon. <laughs> so the holiday coincides with the first Sunday after the, what was it, Pas- pastoral full moon? I'm probably mispronouncing that, which is the first full moon after the vernal equinox. Wow. Wow. Mm, good job. Okay. So, which is I also ironic because it's kind of... um pagan related too because it's yeah, a celebration that's of spring kind of odd. yeah that's right? weird yeah, yeah it's totally. such an interesting twist but anyways yeah totally so well done tony so i guess yeah i get the, i guess i get the horns and is that it wayne that's, that's all you it for, for now yeah oh sweet so all right well i guess that concludes this segment of the podcast and uh when we get back from our break brian and i are going to have some in-depth conversations about easter eggs but in a pop culture sense and we'll do that right after a word from our sponsor Refresh. Renew. Soy cat candles are here. Just for you. New seasonal scents. Available now. Soycatcandles.com. 
Conman and Soycat, an escape for your ear holes and your nose holes. All right, well, welcome back, everybody. Hey, we are now going to talk about our Easter, our favorite Easter eggs in a pop culture sense. And what does that mean? Well, Easter eggs are now defined as not only the things that you find on Easter's, but they also are prevalent in pop culture. And an Easter egg is defined as an unexpected or undocumented feature in a piece of computer software or on a DVD included as a joke, bonus, callback, or uh, future expectation. So they're all over the world now. It, it is kind of like a meme that has taken over. You see videos now that you can watch on YouTube about Easter eggs and movies and TV shows and with Marvel and all of that stuff. You see all of these Easter eggs everywhere we go, and we just wanted to talk about our three favorite Easter eggs of all time, and that can include anything, movies, uh Computer games, DVDs. I know a couple of mine are going to be DVD related, so I'm dating myself on that already. But uh, I guess we're going to get started, and um, I guess we'll start with number three. Brian, what is your third favorite Easter egg of all time? You know, um, I think this might have been like the first one that I noticed. It's uh, and it sticks out of my my mind, and it's back in the the '80s. Et. When E.T. had that reaction to Yoda. You know, oh, I and, forgot and I was about like, that. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Do they know each other? Because they're both from space. <laughs> yes. And then, you know, it warmed my fanboy heart to see in the Phantom Menace, in the Senate scene, yes. the ra whatever race E.T. is, you saw yeah. them in yeah. that scene. And I'm like, the circle's complete. It was so yeah. good for me to see. So that was my that was my that. number three yes. favorite Easter egg. I remember watching that as a kid, going, "Oh, hey, look, he 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 noticed Yoda. He, he recognized he Yoda. Yes, is exactly. he a Jedi? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I forgot about that Easter egg. But yeah, that's a great one, man. Hey, Orin, what was your like third favorite Easter egg? Uh, probably. Well, I mean, I liked them all, like in the Toy Story movies when they just sort of like bring the past movies in the I can't say it right now but okay. you know like Finding Nemo has something from Toy Story in it yeah and yep so but probably the one that stands out in that movie the most is uh, when Woody and Buzz get kidnapped by the bully guy what's his okay. name okay uh, anyway the carpet in his room his name is, is Sid Sid oh, yeah, yes Sid. the carpet yeah, in Sid. Sid's room is just like the carpet in The Shining. Oh, is it really? I don't mm -hmm. remember that. I'll have to go back and watch it. I don't yeah. remember. It was. It's that same pattern that they had on the, yeah, the floor of the yeah, Overlook the Hotel. Yeah. Oh wow, that's that's freaking cool. I didn't notice that. Uh, and my third favorite is actually on a DVD. Believe it or not, so I'm dating myself here. And it's actually on a uh, <laughs> a two disc special edition DVD back from 2004. And what is that? You may ask. Well, if you uh, we're so inclined to put the second disc in your DVD player, go to the setup, highlight the back arrow, and then you would see this little Omnidroid. And when you saw that Omnidroid, you would press down and guess what you would watch? You would watch an abridged version of The Incredibles with sock puppets. So if somebody had Pixar, yes, somebody at Pixar had made it a bridged version of The Incredibles, all made with sock puppets. And you can, 
you don't have to do that now. You just go to YouTube now and go to look up Incredible Sock Puppet, and you will see the sock puppet. Uh, um, uh, yeah, go ahead, Brian. You were going to ask something? I'm going to ask you, did you find yes. that on your own? Or did or did you like no, uh, realize that you, that I, you heard it somewhere? I'm like, wait a minute. I have those yes, DVDs. Yes, I, yeah. I used to be, I used to have, uh, there was a... Um, there was a website devoted just to DVDs, uh, Easter eggs, and I would always consult that to see what the latest Easter egg was. And just so happens that there is this Easter egg of sock puppets for The Incredibles. But like I said, you could just go to YouTube and look up Incredible Sock Puppets, and you'll see it right there. And it's all done in sock puppets. That is my number three favorite Easter egg of all time. And again, you know, the DVDs were always fun because you could kind of find these little hidden gems if you really kind of did the codes and all of that stuff. That was always the fun part for me, finding Easter eggs. Uh, instead of like just having a film and then you see it and you're like, oh, that's really cool. I like to actually dig for that stuff. And uh, that was one of my favorites. So anyway, uh, number two. Why don't we go with you, Oren? What was your number two favorite Easter egg? My number two um, would probably have to be the first one I actually saw. But uh, Back to the Future, when he first meets uh doc brown he goes to the twin pines mall and then when yeah. he goes back to the future he takes out the tree at the farm and so when he <laughs> comes back from, from the future it's the lone pine mall yes i remember that that's that is a great one and yeah i just remember seeing that being that's like the first one i've ever noticed like i was like oh my gosh hey wait da, da, da. and no one else on knew what i was saying but um, yeah, so as we all know, you, you were on you're on your own level, Orin. You're on your own level. That's where Just I like to live. Like yep, <laughs> Brian. All right, my number two um, is also Star Wars related. Um, now my dog is barking, so it is uh, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, and the scene where Indy is. Oh. Is um, I know what it is. finding the covenant for the first time, and you see a hieroglyph of R two D two and C three PO. Yes, and yeah, I didn't see that. One. I heard about it, and then I went to look for it, and then when I saw it, I was just blown away. I love when they do that. Like those, they add those little like secrets and things of that nature. That one was a cool one. And I didn't find yeah. that out until like the advent of that's the great thing about like video and DVDs. You can now start pausing everything and looking at every single detail. And now there's a whole industry involved with Easter eggs and pausing things and recording things and making videos about them and all that good stuff. So anyway, uh, my number two is actually uh, a cool one uh, that I it started off as a viral campaign back in uh 2007 and it involves the dark knight uh it is called the jokerized trailer for the dark knight if you have the the blu-ray dvd you can actually go to trailer number three enter the code 56537 which spells out joker and you are treated to this jokerized version of the Dark Knight trailer, and it's the Joker's all over it. It is, it's, it's absolutely amazing. It started off as a viral campaign where 
people had to go around and kind of uh, go to this website and add things to it. And then finally, the, the video, once it was completed, would show you the trailer. But you can now go to YouTube like anything else and find it. It's the Jokerized trailer for The Dark Knight in 2007. That's my second favorite. So I think we're now going to our number one. Number and one. I think we're going to start with Wayne because Wayne has saved his favorite for last. Wayne, what is that? Well, I don't know. You know, we talk about Easter eggs, and I'm going to give one honorable mention before I go to mine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. So uh, mine's mostly be video game related because, you know, that's kind of been my bread and butter growing up. And there was one game. I don't know if you guys ever played the original Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation 1. Have you guys ever played that one? No. I never had it. I didn't get on PlayStation Badwag until okay. like two or three. So I just want to mention this because I thought it was this one tripped me out. And I don't know if it's an Easter egg, but it's kind of a cool feature. So I'm, that's why I'm calling it an honorable mention. Uh, there was one bad guy you played called Psycho Mantis, and he supposedly has this uh, telekinesis or this, this like kind of this trippy mental uh, abilities that he could manipulate things and move things and levitate and all this stuff. But there was a part where when you first meet him, you pl- he actually starts tries to read your mind. And what actually he ends up doing is the, he, the, the game reads your memory card and tells you what games you've been playing. Oh my gosh. Oh, that is That spooky. is so good. Yeah. So that, and if you, that's awesome. And especially if, it, if it's a game made by the manufacturer, I think it was Konami, they'll go in, oh, I see you played this game. I like that game too. You know, and, and we were like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that is that is creepy, man. Yeah, that's it, it trips it, it trips you out. Kind of, kind of breaks that fourth wall, which was a, like one of the first times ever. And um, it even did like, watch, I could even move your controller because this is when you have first had rumble on your controller. So it's like, yeah, put your controller down. I'll move it with my mind. It's a bzzz, and it's like moving across your table or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, they that did this so cool neat. little tricks back in the wow. day. But anyways. The first, the one thing that I want to mention, because I'm a big Zelda fan, was there was a Easter egg in the Link to the Past, uh, in Zelda Link to the Past, which was on the Super Nintendo. Um, and there's a special hidden room where if you go into it, there's a bunch of little rupees, little gems that you find. And yeah. there's a text if you click on it. And it says, my name is Chris Houlihan. This is my top secret room. Keep it between us. Okay. And we're like, who the hell is Chris Houlihan? So... Come to find out, back back then, Nintendo had a, a produ- uh, magazine called Nintendo Power. I don't know if you guys are familiar yes, with that. Yes, I remember that. I, yeah. I used to yeah. subscribe okay. to that. So every, I think I'm like a lot of kids subscribe because that's like the only way we get video game information right. back in the day, right? Yep. Through those magazines. Yep. But I guess one of the one of the uh, I guess issues they had a contest where you could be pa- basically request to be part of the game. So. Chris got selected, and he got to be placed in the game as a reference from that Nintendo Power magazine. Wow. And his last name was Houlihan? Yeah, Chris, so Houlihan. Cool. Houlihan. Chris Houlihan. Yeah. He got he got name dropped in a game that's a classic that's been, you know, it's part of that history one of the best forever ever. now. And now yeah. he's immortalized right there. Right. That's yeah, that's so, so freaking cool. Yeah, so there you go. All right, sweet. And um, I guess we're going to go on to our number one favorite Easter egg of all time. And Brian, what is yours, my friend? This happens to be one of my favorite moments in movie history. And I was actually a little afraid that Orrin was going to take it when he brought up the Back to the Future. Because <laughs> uh, I love that 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 series. Um, yeah, that's your favorite, like, it, of all time, right? It is. I have so I, I just love that whole, the whole, um, all three of them. But anyway, um, this is at the end of Back to the Future 2, right after you see the DeLorean get hit by a lightning bolt and just vanish in thin air and 
Marty is just shocked from what he's he's seen. He's stuck in the past now. And in the theater, watching it for the first time, I must have mirrored Marty's face because I was just as shocked. I did not see that coming. I immediately started thinking, how's he going to get back? What happened to the dock? You know, and then you see these headlights just approaching Marty as the rain is pouring down. And some guy from Wells Fargo has a letter Yo, for Marty. And it's from the dock as Marty just screams out in excitement. And he's reading it, kind of skim reading it. Um, how I assume Tony read all his work emails. Um, but then he, uh, he, you know, focused on the end part <laughs> um, that the dock was in 1885. And now Marty knew how where he was to go save him. And I was just like, oh my gosh. We're going to the West. That's the third movie. We're going to the West. You know, like I was just so excited and I, you know, getting goosebumps now just even talking about it. But uh, I was just so happy that we were going to go see these guys in the old West. And uh, yeah, that was that was a huge moment for me. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, Oren, what is your favorite little (laughs) Easter egg, my friend? I actually had two for the last, but I had to narrow it down. Um, Fight Club. Okay. I'm All not right. sure if there's an Easter egg or not, but anyway, in every scene of Fight Club, there's some mention of Starbucks. Yeah, I, I've heard that one. I have tried to. Yeah. I've tried to see that, and I. I, I don't know. There's too. either a Starbucks cut. Really. There's a cup in there, and yeah. um, I haven't. I haven't. When I either. sit down and, and try to watch it, I can't. I can't see any of the Starbucks stuff that they talk about. But supposedly, it's there. I yeah. heard the same thing, and I have not gone back to check. But that's one of those things that I've, I was always curious about. Yeah, is that like an urban legend, or is it like a real <laughs> thing? Right? It's like you're yeah. kind of like I don't know. I'll have to sit back. Ooh. In fact, I want to watch it Pop tonight. Culture, In fact, urban yeah. legends. Yeah, there we go. All right. Yeah, All sweet. Right. Apparently, there's a Starbucks cup or the in every scene. Yeah. Yeah. Either spread out yeah. on the floor or. Someone holding wow. it or crazy something. And real quick, the other one was just uh, Kill Bill when she's. Uh, I know that's four. I'm taking more than my time. But when she's um, ex- uh, okay. talking about the, the Fox Force five. Yeah. And how everyone she describes is like it, it describes the girls in the movie. So like the blonde okay. is the leader. Yeah. Um, the. the- you know, that was Asian. from Pulp Fiction, right? Pulp Fiction, yeah. What did I say? Yeah, yeah you, know, oh, you said uh, Kill Bill. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Fox, yeah, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fox Kill Force was, 5. Yeah. No, no, wow. no, Pulp Fiction, yeah. Nice. I like that. I like That's when awesome. they, 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 they do some forecasting and things of that nature. Uh, my favorite one of all time, I know you've all been waiting for this. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, my favorite one of all time involves a video game. And uh, back in the day, there was this heated competition with Nintendo and with Genesis. And I remember I started going with Genesis because of this this special code that you could buy the Mortal Kombat game. You could put it in, go to the Code of Honor screen, type in A-B-A-C-A-B-B, and all of a sudden, you now had blood in your game. There was blood. You could do the fatalities. And on Nintendo, it was like sweat that would come off of things. But there was really no kind of fatalities, per se. Blood was what drew me to Genesis. And uh, I they've kind of had that... Nintendo's kind of stuck by the 
I guess, the kitty version of things up until recently. So um, I think they don't they have like the uh, Resident Evil games now available on the Switch. Wayne, yeah, you know? uh, they've, they've actually had Resident Evil um, on the series for a few generations now. OK. All right. So but anyway, back in the day, that was a huge thing. And that was my favorite Easter egg of all time. The A-B-A-C, A-B-A-C-A-B-B. Yeah, did that's, you? That's it. Right did there. you still remember that code, or did you have to look it up? No, no, I, I remember that. Wow. It's just so ingrained in my head that I have it. Yes. But what I have was to that code for back. Metroid? No, it was not Metroid. It's Konami. You talking Konami. about Contra? The up, up, down, down, left, right. No, left, right. no, no. You typed in someone's name in Metroid. Oh. Um, and then, I like, it, actually... like it revealed like, um, like the Metroid without like the helmet or something. I, I'm not sure. Oh, Seamus without the helmet. Samus. Oh, not Seamus. Oh, not, not Irish. Seamus <laughs> is a wrestler. I'm sorry. That's a wrestler in the WWE. Yes. I'm not sure what it did, but I remember like you typed in someone's name in the in the in the code or password or something. I it, believe so. It's like it shows her without her zero like suit on. I think. Yeah. 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 Something like but, that. But but what I think what the other Easter egg what came to that was if you beat the game under a certain time or it got out, um, it also revealed the zero her without the zero suit on. Yeah, dude, those are awesome. See, that that's yeah, that's, that's the so fun of cool. these little Easter eggs. And now we see them everywhere. And of course, I've dated myself with my Easter eggs. I think that's the fascinating part about this. When we talk about this, I think we start dating ourselves with all, yeah, absolutely. With all of our re- references and things of that nature. So anyway, what are your favorite pop uh, culture Easter eggs? You can always send us an email, info at thenowledgeofnothing.com. But up next, everybody's favorite... We are now going to do a spring edition of Pop Minis. And now it's time for Pop Minis. Tony, we can't get rid of that. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's staying. <laughs> really? No, I'm no, thinking for the, for the I, Easter I want to hear Oren's version. I, I, maybe we'll do an Oren version too, because I well, think Oren, <laughs> I would love to hear that, that like, that, that baritone, Orin, that kind of... Orin, call it, it Hop Orin. Minis. Hop Minis for hop Easter. Hop Minis. <laughs> hop Minis. Yeah. We'll, 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 hop. we'll work on that. We'll work on that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll do that. But, hop, you know, because that, that thing is sexy, makes <laughs> yeah, you feel right? a little dirty. <laughs> right? You know? Like, um, like the good yeah. dirty, though. Like, like I'm ready to be bad. <laughs> I don't know. But you always told me that you feel like you need to take a shower after. I do. Brian, come on. I do. I do. <laughs> you know what? That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. It's a bad thing. All right. Okay. Uh, well, obviously, this t- I have a quick little list of uh, pop minis for y'all. And speaking of uh, feeling kind of dirty and also the mood of the Tony's little intro there, gentlemen, birds or the bees? Pick what, what, the would you, what would you choose? Birds or the bees? Oh, my God. Um, um, bees. <laughs> actually... I was going to say, oh, no, 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 no. Uh Uh-oh, there he goes. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah, here goes my indecisiveness. Um, Dude, without birds, we can't have turkey. We can't have chicken. We don't know what Wayne is referring to. He just asked us to choose one. Yeah, birds. uh, Yeah, I know. Stop overthinking it. We don't know what it is, so go with your gut. My first gut, Wayne, was bees. Give me no, bees. but bees pollinate everything. Yes, I know you're, you're right. overthinking They're very it, important. but we have no idea what Wayne's going to ask after this. No, I know. I'm going to say I have... Stop a- getting so scared. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have to really think about this. Can I live my life without fried chicken and, Stop. and turkey? What do you think I, I don't to do know. Food? Why do you have to think... It, it is. It's food, man. I just, that's how I think about things. Um, <laughs> Not everything is without food, that, Tony. <laughs> I have... <laughs> 
Well, uh, to me it is. I mean, have you looked at me? Oh. Have you looked at me lately? Jesus Christ. We don't anyway, know what Wade's um, going to ask after this, so just pick one. I'm going to I'm gonna say bees because bees okay. pollinate everything, and without that, we you know don't what? have honey pick and birds. all birds. I don't want you to have bees. <laughs> all right, no, I'm going to pick birds. I want right. birds because I like chicken and I like turkey. That's I'm sticking with birds. Yes. <laughs> uh, unless you give them uh, Alka-Seltzer, right? Uh, anyway. Well, yeah. Then, oh, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, then they do. All right, moving on. That's well, not that, fun God, to watch. I, did, I didn't. I love moving that on. answer. Wait a minute. There, I, there's not more to it. <laughs> no, that's it. I, that was uh, the <laughs> No, I just, just said birds bees. I can say. Look what you like, did to Tony Wade. <laughs> my head, my head was about to blow up. All I right. mean, Jesus Christ. This has got to be the poll question: birds or bees? Birds <laughs> just, or bees? Okay. No other context. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is this week's poll question. Yes, birds or bees? I love it because I was like, I just. You know, spring, you know, birds and the, you right. know, and bees pollinating springtime. And then you just got, you just went on a total different tangent that I didn't expect. Right. So. Like, Tony, you started to sweat. You got scared. <laughs> I know. I know. I feel like the poor bees. My head was just exploded. Uh, oh, I don't ever do that to me again, Wayne. Okay. Yeah, well, right. moving on, moving on. Um, all right. Another spring related question. Do you guys prefer to do spring cleaning or would you like to do a, start a new hobby? Um, I don't Neither. wait for the spring to clean. So start a new hobby. Cleaning is done daily and all year round. <laughs> but don't, but don't you have to do like once a year spring cleaning, Brian? I mean, so, if you clean, I know how Sarah is, and Sarah yeah. loves cleaning, but she also has to make sure that she does spring cleaning, where she takes out, uh, like, goes through everything, right. and combs through it, and then cleans it and gets rid of it. You don't, you don't. So have the same I usually kind of do that um, before Christmas. Because you know, oh, so we you got a lot of family. Cleaning. Yeah, we do a lot of family that come over, okay. and so I purge then, and yeah. I like to give to the charities and and stuff. And to me, that's my the time in my head to do it is you know for the charities and you know goodwill and just get it all out of the house. You know what are we not using now? So by the time spring, Saint Brian, what time? The, no, uh, time spring rolls around. You know, if anything, we're kind of putting our coats away and kind of getting ready for warmer weather, but that's not really much. Okay, I, I have to say, um, I have to say, start a new hobby too. Um, me right now, it's uh, my lawn. I mean, that's it's a new hobby. It's something I never had to deal with uh, uh, for like fifteen years, and. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying getting on my little riding mower and kind of putting on my headphones and listening to to uh, podcasts and also listening to audiobooks. So, Which podcast? Yeah. The Knowledge of Nothing podcast. <laughs> yes, oh. of course, always, all the time. Right. What a good and, choice. Uh, yeah, what a, a good choice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I love that show. Right. Uh, I do too. It's all right. I think we're the only. F- I think we're the only four. <laughs> It's all right. Anyway, <laughs> that's good. All right. Another next spring related question. When it comes to um, being out in your lawn or out in your garden or out in your backyard or wherever it may be, would you prefer to plant vegetables or plant flowers? God, I don't really do the planting. Sarah does that. But if I had to choose, I would say I would want to do. <sighs> Brian, what would you want to do? Yeah, I. Um... <laughs> I can't seem to grow vegetables or stuff. I, I kill them way too. I've tried. Uh, I've I've recently gone more towards the flowers. So it's flowers, especially like pollinating flowers, because I chose bees, 
and uh, my daughter does. <laughs> my daughter does want to be like a like an urban beekeeper. So oh, wow. um, we've gone, you know, to like very like like um, dirt areas, you know, and sprinkled like pollinating seeds and 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 flowers, you know, just to try to brighten things up. It's pretty and it helps the the bees or the the pollinating uh, birds, like hummingbirds and stuff like that. But uh, we do we need that you know, for, for food and stuff. So we like to do things like that. Uh, you know, I, I would say vegetables, but I don't know why this is. Whenever you get seeds that are vegetables, they're, they never turn out as awesome as the stuff that you see everywhere right. else. I had the hardest right. time with it. I'm like, <laughs> I know what? And they come out and they're like miniature, right, like, like, like radishes. This? It took me seven months to eat, to grow this. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> or the carrots never form right, quite like correct. Half a salad. Like, God bless America. <laughs> thank God for genetics, right? And right. thank God for like farming and people that have been down to a science. Yes, I, I just I don't know. And then you get these weird looking tomatoes. They never look like tomatoes. They're all these different colors and shit. I, but again, and they don't. Oh, I, I, I'm gonna. This is blasphemous. They, they don't. Sometimes they don't taste as good either. It's just. What? Uh, it's a lot of work. Yeah, I I know. What? I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but sometimes they're just not as good as what you get in a grocery store. And I hate saying that. Because, because they're because all it, it should be up. the other way around. But we don't have the GMOs. We don't have all of the uh I you, beg, beg to, to differ with you, sir. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, granted, Why? like well, the thing is I don't have a green thumb per se. My my dad is a gardener landscaper and he he could make to look at it and things will bloom. But me, uh, you know, I, I, I'll struggle to make it survive. But I have grown <laughs> tomatoes on our patio, and I feel like the flavor is much more concentrated, like sweeter, uh, okay. just more vibrant. And and that being said, like that, he has a freaking – I go like uh, what's it called? Produce shopping when I go to visit my parents because they have like yeah. different kind of lettuces, radishes, um, um, you know, like even peppers and such. And it was just kind of like, oh, well, my dad goes, here. Here's two giant bags of plastic bags are full of produce. I'm like, oh, thanks. So, I mean, I think it's something to be said with gardening. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, vegetables, I, they, they don't seem enough. Uh, there's not enough bang for your buck when it comes to vegetables. But that could be, that could be me. I'm just ignorant. Maybe that's, that's where the problem is. I'm the problem, not the seeds. I'm the problem. All right. So I would have to say flowers. Okay, yeah. so related to this question, moving on, is that would you prefer to go to a farmer's market or a grocery store? Oh, farmer's market. Oh, farmer's market. I love farmer's markets. So do I. And we have uh, in, it's about two hours away from us. We have the, uh, in Des Moines, it is the rated the second best farmer's market in the nation. And wow. I will tell you what, I, it's amazing. We have like four or five blocks of just farmer's market stuff. And it is I make the trip two hours just to go to it. It is that amazing. So farmers markets are always where it's at. Again, you want to talk about people that have been doing things for years. They know the the process. They know what they're working with, and they come up with the best vegetables, the best produce, and the prices you cannot beat. The prices at farmers markets are so much better than what you get at the store. So farmers market for me all the way. I, I totally agree with everything Tony just said. Farmers markets, you, you talk to the people who actually have their hands in the dirt. They're growing these things. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they're, they're, they're breaking their back for, for this you know, beautiful either fruit or vegetable. But they're awesome places not only to, to talk to the people, but sometimes they give you samples. And you yes. will notice that, that it tastes different from 
from like the grocery store, you know, and I really latched on to farmer's markets when I was studying for wine because you have to train your palate and you have to train your nose to smell things. It's the first time I've really actually yeah. smelled and held like dried lavender, <clears throat> you know, or, or fruits that I've, I would have never bought in a grocery store, you know, that you would talk and smell um, at the, at these farmer's markets and it is invaluable. So if you're studying for wine, spend a weekend or an afternoon at a farmer's market and just Smell everything. Talk to everybody. Hold the fruit in your hand or the flowers, and just smell, smell, smell. It's so good. And some of the, some of the, and not only that, do you find the vegetables there, but you'll find like salsas that people have made. One of the best salsas I've ever had in my life, I found at um, a farmer's market in San Diego. I wish I could. I wish to God I could have that sent to me, but I know I can only go there to get it. But. Uh, and also hummus. Hummus is something that I love as well. And you go to these farmers markets, and these people create this wonderful hummus product, and it's just so damn good. So farmers market to me is just a great way to kill uh, a Saturday or Sunday and just have fun. And it's cheap and affordable and fun. All right, well done, guys. Um, speaking of like go, you know, going and grabbing some flowers and smelling, I know the spring a lot of new flowers come up. But between these two, which one would you pick, tulips or lilies? Tulips. I'm always a tulip fan. Yeah, uh, oh. Tulips are my favorite flower. Uh, we have some growing here uh, that, we, that come every year. So tulips are just beautiful. They remind me of spring. And also there's a tulip festival not too far from where I live as well in Pella. And it's, I think, I want to say it's like the tulip capital of the United States. So mm. I have not checked out their, their tulip festival but it's coming up first, uh, I think, first two weeks of May, and I'm looking forward to, to visiting and seeing tulips. And you can tiptoe through them. <laughs> tiptoe through the tulips. <laughs> yes, you can. Good call. You know, tulips, they just look perfect, right? They're so perfect, they look fake. <laughs> and uh, you know, like, sometimes you're like, is that is that fake? Or is that? Have you noticed they kind of look like eggs, too, when you think about it? Oh, I guess they do. You're right. Yeah, but yeah. to me, the tulip, it just looks, it's too perfect. It is just, you know, it almost looks plastic. Um, lilies are my wife's favorite flower. So I often <laughs> buy her, you know, she loves getting lilies. Uh, to me, they stink. I don't like the smell of lilies. And uh, they just stink up the house. Um <laughs> So I'm not a fan, but I do it for my wife because I love her and it makes her happy. So in turn, that makes me happy. But uh, I would pick tulips <laughs> over lilies any day. The more you know, man. That's right. Um, <laughs> totally. So What's I got that another... saying? Happy wife, happy life? And that yeah. is so true. What a true yeah, saying. That is true. It <laughs> is true. All right. I got another flower-related question. Would you guys rather wear a floral dress or a floral skirt? Um, I would say I want to wear a form, uh, a flowered dress. I would love to have a dress that is, uh, like a sundress. I would wear a sundress with flowers all over it. Cause you can find some really nice patterns and there's, it's a lot more, uh, uh, 
what? How do I want to say this? Uh, you just can pick a lot more, and it's it's you put it right on, and you got a whole outfit for the day. So to me, a sundress is the way to go. Sunskirt, then you have to worry about the, what top you're wearing, and if it coordinates and doesn't match your shoes and all that other stuff. With with the sundress, you just put it on, put flip flops, and you're good to go. You're good to go for the whole entire day. Sundresses all the way. I think for me, it all depends on the hat. I'm no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I have nice legs, so I'm not afraid to show them off. I'll wear a skirt, yeah. right? Let's do this. A Let's skirt, do really? Yeah, why not? I've got nice legs. I'm not afraid of my legs. I'll show them off. Um, plus two, if uh, you know, using the restroom, I think it would be probably be easier in a skirt. You know, less to oh, uh, yeah, yeah. L- less okay. to move around. I don't want to, uh, yeah. the dress to drag on the floor either. Um, plus two. Oh. Didn't even think about if, that. You know, yeah. like if there's anything like active that just starts to, I think I could probably do like more active activities in a skirt, you know, rather than, you know, like you don't know when that, when that, when that, when that, when you're at the beach and that breakout volleyball game just happens to you know, start up and they need one more, <laughs> get the guy in the floral skirt. I'm right. I'm your guy. A little spike. Well, that then that's right when there. you take, you, but you take your sundress and then you could just kind of, Work it its way up and then tie it into a knot and then there you go. You can see you can still play your volleyball game. It's versatile. I mean, maybe versatile. you could you do can that. Do I, yeah, like I don't know if I could do that. I don't know. I've never worn a sundress, so <laughs> I really either. wouldn't know. But you know, I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. I feel like yeah, I could a rock skirt. a skirt. I could rock it. I think you could rock a skirt. I, I, I seen your like legs. They're, yeah, they're nice. They're very a nice. hockey player legs. <laughs> <laughs> If people don't <laughs> shit on you guys for this, oh, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good thing Orin didn't have to answer that question. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I do question. own kilts. Oh, sorry, and, uh, <laughs> and yes, I go full Scottish on those kilts. And oh, Scottish TMI people know Brian. what that means. Two, two, yeah, two men, TMI, Brian. <laughs> TMI on this show? Come on. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? I mean, we're beyond that point, yes. All right, last question. Daylight savings. Do you guys prefer spring forward or fall back? Get rid of it all. Anything that gets me extra sleep, fall black back. Fall back. Fall back. <laughs> fall way back. Give me more sleep. Whatever you can do, I need that. Fall, yes. Fall fall back. I too am a fan of sleep, but I would spring <laughs> forward. Um, really? Yeah. And wow. Okay. I like being home when the sun's still out. <laughs> and, uh, okay. You know, and I can still do things and... Uh, you know, so it's just, I just feel like I'm more active, you know, when, it, when you fall back, the sun is setting like at four in the afternoon and you just kind of, you feel tired, right? You get run down, but. Well, we're not going to have to worry about that anymore. Is that, they say that every year. I don't know. If that's, no, seriously. It went through, it went through, through, uh, it, it passed. I, I think, think I think they're just waiting a signature. And if that's the case, I'm, I'm, I'm. I hate, I hate, I just hate doing the thing back and forth, back and changing forth. Changing your clocks? Now their clocks change themselves. No, I know they do. I know they do. But it's just, it's it, the interruption but, but of But you sleep. know what? The, like, my sleep pattern is so off anyway. Like, I don't yeah, even Yeah, I know. Care. It just, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> like, even matter. It just means You're I'm so ho- far gone. Yeah. You're so <laughs> far so gone done, on this. Right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Again, like, what is this now? It's like. 26 hours. The only, <laughs> the only time I love spring forward was when I was working graves because I'd yeah. be like, yeah, woo, short shift. Yeah. Well, just like, you know, like, yeah, I'm home in the, in the afternoon and there's still like four more hours of sunlight left. I'm like, sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Brian, could I add one quick note? Yeah. You know, I was like about changing your clocks, how it does it automatically now. I still have my alarm clock 
that's from junior high school. Oh, wow. It still works. I, I don't know how it still works, but it still works. So <laughs> I'm not going to get rid of that thing until it actually dies. So. No way. Get your money's worth, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, that wraps up this round. If that clock could talk, man. Oh, oh God. (laughs) No kidding, right? Been to college with me, been through wherever I've lived. Yep, yep, that that clock's come with me. Um, Stories. (laughs) Stories. Gentlemen, that wraps up this round of my uh, pop minis. Tony, do you say? Sweet. Thank you, as always, Wayne. And uh, hey, Oren, before we get going, where can people find us on our social media platforms, my friend? Social media platforms, everyone can find us. Facebook, The Knowledge of Nothing. Instagram, at The Knowledge of Nothing. Twitter, at The Conman One. And um, if you want to contact us, that can be done at info at the knowledge of nothing.com. We would love to hear from you. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening and spreading the word about our little show. We love you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, Again, we're having uh, some really good numbers this past week. And again, thank you for sharing our show with somebody and find that, like we said last week, find that really off person that has a, a, a sense of humor. That's just a little dark, a little morbid. Tell, talk to them about our podcast, share it with them. I'm sure they'll become fans. So please thank you for all of the support. We can't, we can't do without you, Brian, you have anything before we get going my friend? Yes, I do. I'd like to give a special thank you again to Rudy for uh, contributing to the show. Rudy. And just like Rudy, you too can be a part of our show by by sending us your feedback. And it's that simple. It, you know, we love the interaction. Our show is very um, interactive. So, and we love to include everybody on the show, and that's what we try to do. So, we do it for you guys. We do it because it's fun. And you know, I'd like to say thank you for the support. Be safe out there. Happy Easter. And have some fun. Eat some peeps, everybody. Send the send your the remaining oh, peeps to Tony. And how uh, dare you? How fucking dare die you? Die a con egg for us, please. And pull a rabbit out of your hat. Right. <laughs> All right. And uh, this has been the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. And I'm not going to use any big send-offs today. I just want to wish everybody a happy Easter. Thank you for being fans of the show. Thank you for sharing. And uh, as always, we'll see you next time. So, without further ado. Have a nice one. We'll see you next time. Beware of dumb doodles. All right, dung, dung beetles, peeps, uh, dungy peeps. <laughs> right. If you yeah, have a lot uh, of peeps, maybe we should, yeah, yeah. It, it, <laughs> if you eat a lot of peeps, you're gonna have a lot of dung. So <laughs> and the, oh, that's what and you should have used right there. Hey. God bless America. <laughs> God, that's what I should say. All right, I'm going to do that right now from the top here. You want to uh, make the dung beetles happy? <laughs> Eat a lot of peeps. Yes. Yes, if you want to <laughs> if you want to produce a lot of dung, eat a lot of peeps. This has been the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. Thank you and we'll see you next time. Oh. All right, there we the go. Now, Lightning now strike. Feels <laughs> Lightning go. strike. Yeah, Lightning that strike. does feel appropriate. <laughs> the happy Easter one, uh, just too savvy. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, don't forget, we have to do that. This now. Um, oh, wait, where's it at? Where's it at? Oren. Hey, do you have any more facts? <laughs> do you have any more facts for us, Oren? Oh, world or um, Wordle Wizard? Any Any new facts? Well, revolving just more dark, of the dumb beetle part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, not only are they the strongest animal, they're actually the strongest 
Yeah, the strongest animal compared to their size. Really? Yeah, because they wow. can, uh, compared to their body weight, they can pull 1,141 times their weight. Wow. No so just think, if we were all dung beetles, we wouldn't need Bullshit. to work out. That's <laughs> Well, that's what they do with shit, too. You know, I know. And they, that's and they roll in the little balls of... Anyway, um, also, if you walk in a direction, eventually they'll get somewhere. Oh, yeah, there you go. Thank you. Those are yeah. some more wise words, my friend. And wherever you Boy, go, d- there yeah, you are. Dung beetle, man. That's wherever you go, there you That's my favorite. <laughs> my favorite was always from Austin Austin Powers, where he goes, uh, the guy's like, he's like, oh, hey, there you are. And the guy's like, who, who me? He's like, yeah, there you are. <laughs> do, I- <laughs> do I know you? No, but there you are. Yeah, yeah, there you. <laughs> That's that was it. Yeah, I the dung beetle always rolls that ball uh, in the direction of the sun. What? Yeah, you just made that no. up. What? what? Really? Yeah. How, where did you pull that up? I know a little bit about dung beetles. <laughs> you know about? I know a lot about yeah. dung. Well, yeah, I guess so. With the, with the cool whip and the ketchup. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, the Egyptian <laughs> god for the uh, um, that that moves the sun is a dung beetle. Is it really? Yeah, that's why the sun moves throughout the sky. Named Kronos. Are you, you guys are fucking with no, me, I'm aren't not. you? The Kronos no, part, yeah. Kronos. I'm fucking with you. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not fucking with you. Wow, I didn't know a dung beetle moves the sun. No, I mean well, that would make a lot in, of sense in, in the mythology of that. Yes, of course, but, of uh, course, of course. But the dung beetles roll the ball. Uh, it's like it's chasing the sun all day long. Okay. Yeah. Oh, dung beetles are sacred in ancient Egypt. Go, no shit. Yeah. No yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> On that note, yes. <laughs>